Do you constantly battle feeling like you're not enough? Maybe it feels like this heavy weight is tied around your neck. You're stuck comparing yourself to others, alternating between jealousy and resentment. Did you know that changing your thought life, renewing your mind as we're called to do in Romans, can free you from living like this and set you on a path of joy-filled living? Don't know where to start? That's where I come in. Book a one-on-one mindset renewal session with me. Just send me an email at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get more info. In these sessions, we break down beliefs that are holding you back and set you on a course of living a less overwhelmed, more joyful, and purposeful life. You'll leave with the tools you need to rewrite the script in your head and take control over your life. Again, email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com and I will send you all the information. I can't wait to hear from you. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to the fourth and final episode in our identity series. So we talked about why identity is important. So far, we've looked at two identities that are common for women to cling to, that of the superwoman complex and the body image bondage. We are going to talk about a third form of identity that we tend to take on. And this is going to challenge some of you guys. I know it is. I know it is. And I know it's going to be hard for some of you who are stuck in this identity to take this message in. But I want to tell you and preface this, that I never challenge you in ways that I'm not challenged myself. The identity that we're going to talk about now is one that I clung to for a very long time. And can I tell you, it stopped me from growing in God. It stopped me from being able to do what he called me to do. It stopped me from living out my God-given identity and the potential that exists within it. So it's going to be challenging. It's going to be hard, but we can get through this, right? We can get through this together. We can learn and grow together. We're in this journey together. So what is this identity that I'm referring to? The identity of being a victim, either a victim of your past or a victim of your circumstance. There are many of us walking around with the identity of a victim, and it is keeping us locked in unforgiveness. It is keeping us locked in resentment. It's stopping us from taking ownership and responsibility over our life. It is stopping us from being the stewards that God is calling us to be of our resources. So let's talk about that. And 
I want you to know that there is a difference from having been a victim to something and taking on the identity of a victim, right? There's a difference between the two. I was a victim of childhood trauma. I was a victim of sexual abuse. I was a victim of some of these other things. But for a long time, I identified as the victim. And here's the thing. It is not your fault what happened to you. However, it is your responsibility to heal and grow and move forward. And I know that's hard. I know that's hard when something has seemingly happened against you. I know it's hard to shake that identity off of being a victim. I know it's hard to then move into a space of taking responsibility. For the longest time, I identified as a victim. I was a victim of my parents. I was a victim of circumstance. And as my life continued to unravel, I continued to place blame on everyone and everything else, including God. When I was kicked out of my home when I was 14, I blamed my parents. I blamed God. When I found myself in teenage pregnancy, I blamed God. When I found myself struggling in my 20s with my mental health, I blamed God and I blamed my past. When I couldn't find meaningful relationships, when I kept going back to the same bad type of person, I blamed my parents. I blamed everyone, right? And that's what a victim does. If you find yourself constantly blaming others, if you find yourself constantly blaming your past, if you find yourself constantly blaming something horrible that's happened to you for what your life looks like today, then there is a good chance that you are identifying as a victim. And in doing so, subconsciously or not, you're waiting for saving to come from this ideal you have in your mind that rescues you from your circumstance and that you don't have to do anything for it because you deserve rescue. And you see the world as constantly against you. You see people as constantly against you. You maybe cry out to God and you feel like God does not answer your prayers because you don't see them happening the way you envision them happening. And you're staying stuck. You're miserable. You're resentful. You have a why me? Why does this always happen to me mentality? Friend, you have identified as a victim. You are going through life as a victim to your past and your circumstance. And you are not taking ownership and responsibility for your life today. Oh, I know that's hard. Oh my goodness. When God gave me this realization about myself, it was like I was sucker punched in the gut. And friend, I know right now you may be feeling 
resentful hearing this. And I know right now it may be challenging you and you may be thinking, but Carla, you don't know what they did to me. Carla, you don't know my circumstance right now. You don't know how dire it is. You don't know what I've gone through. And you're right. I don't know any of that. But what I do know is that in Christ, we have the victory that we are not victims. First John 5, 4 says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. That does not mean immediate rescue from the circumstance you're dealing with. But that does mean that ultimately you have the victory. How would your life look different if you took responsibility for your choices today? How would your life look different if you said, I am not going to blame anyone else. I am not going to blame my circumstances, but I am going to call out to God and say, God, empower me in my God-given identity and start making choices day in and day out that glorify God, starting with how you choose to think. Yes, how you choose to think is a choice. It's a choice. You cannot stop a thought coming into your head, but you can choose what you keep in your head. With practice and diligence, it's diligence is a muscle that needs to be worked. But your victimhood starts in your thoughts. Your victimhood starts in your thoughts. How can you take those captive? How can you be a good steward of your thoughts and walk in the identity of Christ? How can you declare over your life today your identity of Christ as a victor? In 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 7, it says, But thanks be to God. He gives the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you thanking God for the victory, the victory that he, he did at the cross and the victory you have yet to see in your life? Are you thanking him? Are you walking in a posture of gratitude and praise and thanksgiving? Because guys, we were created to worship. We were created to praise. Being beings that worship is part of our identity. And yet when we're stuck in victimhood, all we can do is count all the negative things that are happening to us. All we can see is the negative things that are happening to us. And it takes away our posture of worship. Oh, on Sundays, we may go through the motions, but in our heart, our heart is not in the posture of worship. And our identity is worshipers. That is what we've been created to do. And I know some of us, the, 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 the being stuck in our past and being a victim to our past comes from our own shame. So part of me being stuck in my past and being tied to my past self and being a victim to my past self had to do with my own shame. I was ashamed of the choices that I made. So it was easier to blame others. I was ashamed of some of the decisions that I made. That it was easier to blame others so I didn't have to sit with the shame. So I didn't have to sit with the guilt. 
But friends, Romans 8.1 tells us there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Lay your shame at the foot of the cross. God died for your shame. It is nailed to the cross and Jesus is resurrected and reigning and covering you. You are free from your shame. Don't keep identifying with it. Don't keep being a victim to your past choices. Walk in the freedom that God's given you. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, and I know I've used this already in the series, but it's important for us to remember. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You are not the same person you were before Christ that made those choices. You are not the same person, even if you made choices while you were in Christ. You have been forgiven. Now you've got to forgive yourself and you've got to walk in boldness in your true identity as an overcomer, as someone free from the past. You are not a victim. You may have been victimized in your life like I have. And that was awful. And that was horrible. And you didn't deserve it. And it wasn't your fault. But I want to encourage you today to walk in freedom. To decide this day that you are no longer going to live in the identity of a victim. You're no longer going to allow your abuser to stop you from living the life that God is calling you into. You see, when we stay a victim after our victimization, we allow our abuser to have power over us still. We allow our abuser to continue to victimize our life. Friend, God has more for you. God has healing for you. If you're not in therapy, go to therapy. Therapy has been a huge, huge asset in my faith journey, in healing from my old victim mindset, because it is a mindset to heal me from the old wounds that I had and to start seeing myself the way God sees me, loved, cherished, gifted, called, chosen. That's your identity. That's your identity. And the problem is when we have the victim mindset, we will continue to be victimized in our present. Because when we are looking for all the ways the world is against us, guess what we're going to see? All the ways the world is against us. You know, your brain focuses on where our attention is and it drowns out the other noise. Ever notice when you're in the market for a new car, the model that you're looking at all of a sudden you see everywhere because your brain is focused on that. And therefore it drowns out the other stimuli and just focuses on that. Or when you're trying for a baby or pregnant, all of a sudden you notice all the babies and all the pregnant women. 
Because where your attention is, what you're focused on grows in your life. If you have a victim mindset and you're focused on all the ways the world is against you, that is going to grow in your life. But if you can heal yourself by the work of the spirit, by doing the work in therapy, by doing the hard work, and yes, it is hard work. But if you roll up your sleeves and do the hard work and correct this victim mentality, and start to look for the blessings in your life, you will start to see them. That is what will grow. You will start to see God's fingerprints in everything, not because they're not there now, but you're not focused on them. It's kind of like Peter. When he saw Jesus walking on the water, he's like, Lord, if that's really you, call me out and I will walk on the water. And in faith, he stepped out of the boat and he was walking on water because his identity was in Christ. He knew his his father had him. He knew he could trust the word of the God of the Lord. But when he got his focus off of Jesus and onto his circumstance, what did he see? He saw the storm. He saw the waves. He got fearful. And his trace, his faith, and his trust, and his hope in Jesus waned. And he started to sink. Guys, when you are living in a victim mindset, you are looking at the waves. And you are looking at the storm. And you are saying, why me? Why me? Meanwhile, Jesus is right in front of you, calling you to walk in your identity. And what I love about the story is when Peter started to sink, Jesus didn't let him drown. He grabbed him. And then they continued to walk together. Are you reaching out your hand right now and saying, Lord, I am sick of being the victim? I am sick of being tossed by my circumstances. I am reaching out for you. Rescue me. Renew my mind. Guide me in healing. Bring the right resources into my path. Because here's the reality. What we reap, we sow. If you are, sorry, what we sow, we reap. I got that backwards. If you are sowing seeds of discontent, if you are sowing seeds of resentment, if you are sowing seeds of victimhood, if you are sowing seeds like that in your life, that is what you're going to reap, my friend. But if you start sowing seeds of truth, if you start sowing seeds of gratitude, of joy, of hope, of faith, that is what you're going to reap in your life. It says in Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Guys, it is not your fault if someone hurts you, but it is your responsibility to heal. It is your responsibility to grow. It is your responsibility to walk in your potential. 
And that was such a hard message for me to take. And for a long time, I rejected it. So I understand if this message right now is kind of making your heart feel hard because I was once there too. But guys, the freedom that you want to live a life of joy, to live a life of peace is on the other side of taking responsibility over your victim mindset and changing it. The life that you want to live in Christ is on the other side of you identifying as a victim and instead identifying in the freedom that Jesus bought for you. Your affirming truth for today is I am not my past or my circumstances. I am free in Christ to do his will. And we look at Galatians 5.13. For you were called to freedom. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. You are free, but don't use that freedom to stay stuck in victimhood. Don't use that freedom to stay hardened in your heart. Don't use that freedom to let seeds of resentment grow. But instead, through love, serve one another. That is the will of God over your life. And can I tell you, when you put yourself in a position to serve and bless others, it changes you. It changes you. Guys, if you are stuck in this mentality, this victim mentality, and you are ready to move on from it, but you don't know how, I want you to reach out to me, carlaargeswellness at gmail.com. And we can have a one-on-one session because this is so important for you to overcome, to fully walk in who God's created you to be, to become a steward of the life God has planned for you. You've got to move away from identifying as a victim. I'll be praying for you and I'm here for you. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye friends.